Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. This is the podcast where I, Spencer, read the, some words and definitions and etymologies and synonyms, and, uh, and then I tell you what I think about them, sort of, sometimes. Okay, the first word in this episode is corded, C-O-R-D-E-D, adjective from the 14th century, 1A, made of or provided with cords or ridges, specifically muscled in ridges, muscled in ridges. What is muscled in ridges? 1B is talking about a muscle. Thank you. The synonyms are tense and taut. So if your muscles are very tense or taut, they're corded. Number two, bound, fastened, or wound about with cords. Three, striped or ribbed with or as if with cord. Uh, The synonym for that is twilled, as in corded fabric. Four, equipped with an electrical cord, as in a corded phone. And all of the kids are saying, phones had cords? Okay, uh, next word, uh, sound effect is bloop, bloop. It is the word cord grass. One word, noun from 1857. Any of a genus of chiefly salt marsh grasses of coastal regions of Europe, northern Africa, and the New World that have stiff culms and panicled spikelets. Stiff culms, C-U-L-M-S, and panicled spikelets. And the genus name is Spartina, or Spartina. I don't know how they want me to say that. Bloop, bloop. Next word is cordial, spelled cordial. First form, adjective from the 14th century. Number one is obsolete, of or relating to the heart. And the synonym is vital. So they used to word the they used to they used to use the word cordial for things relating to the heart. Um, we'll look at the etymology to see why. Two, tending to revive, cheer, or invigorate, as in bottles full of excellent cordial waters, excellent cordial waters. That is a quote from Daniel Defoe. 3A, sincerely or deeply felt, as in a cordial dislike for each other. A cordial dislike. Well, uh, that is um, sincerely or deeply felt. Okay. And 3B, warmly and genially affable, as in cordial relations. A synonym for everything is the word gracious. Cordially, cordially, or cordially, That is an adverb, and cordialness is a noun. And the etymology says this is from the Latin word cor, or the prefix cord, which means heart. And there's more at the word heart. So that's why uh, that first one was of or relating to the heart. Um, And then I guess if you look at the other ones, three and four, uh, sincerely or deeply felt, warmly, congenially affable, uh, there was no four, just three A and three B. Um, that it's all sort of sort of related to the heart, you know, feeling things deeply, emotions. Even though the heart has technically 
literally nothing to do with those. We, we sort of say it does. Bloop, bloop. Second form of cordial, noun from the 14th century. One, a stimulating medicine or drink. And number two, the synonym is liqueur. Uh, a stimulating medicine or drink. So I guess you could call energy drinks, Red Bull, other things. You could call those cordials if you really wanted to, because technically it would be correct. Bloop. Bloop. Next word is cordiality or cordiality, cordiality something like that. Uh, cordiality, noun from 1611. Sincere affection and kindness. Cordial regard. Sincere affection and kindness. It's so it's so good to be have cordiality. Bloop. Next word is cordia pulmonalia. Two words. Cordia pulmonalia. This is the plural of cor pulmonal pul, pulmonal pulmonale. Um, that is essentially the synonym for this one. We won't see that one for at least a few episodes. Um, why they had to put the plural version of a thing as its own uh, as its own entry is a little bit weird. Usually for for nouns, they'll actually say what the plural is in the actual place for that word. But why they had to separate it, I'm not entirely sure why. Bloop, bloop. Next word is cor cordiorite, cordiorite, c o r d i E-R-I-T-E, noun from circa 1814, a blue mineral of vitreous luster and strong dichroism that consists of a silicate of aluminum, iron, and magnesium. And this is from French, Pierre L. A. Cordier. I don't know how to say his last name in proper French. Cordier? Uh, He died, I assume he was a he, he died in 1861 and was a French geologist. Yeah, usually when you see that suffix I-T-E at the end, it means something related to minerals or stones or, you know, that sort of world, that geology world. Uh, Cordierite. Cord- so does that mean that his name was pronounced Cordier? Could have, could be, could be. Next word is cordiform. Cordiform. There's an I after the D. Adjective from 1828. Shaped like a heart. As in, a cordiform sea urchin shell. Uh, And yeah, I mean, we saw before that uh, core or cord means heart. So that's where this comes from. Uh, More specifically, this one, though, comes from uh, the, the French cordiform. With an E. Bloop, 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 bloop. Next word is cordillera. Cordillera or cordillera or cordillera. C-O-R-D-I-L-L-E-R-A. I think the best pronunciation is probably cordillera. It is a noun from 1704. A system of mountain ranges often consisting of a number of more or less parallel chains. Hmm. So uh, lots of mountain ranges running parallel to each other. 
Cordillerin. Cordillerin is an adjective. So you would call a cordillera cordillerin, but can other things be cordillerin? I would assume even like uh, things that are not mountain ranges. Maybe if they look like mountains and they're running parallel to each other, maybe those can be cordillerin. Next word is cordite. Cordite, noun from 1889. See, I wonder, I was wondering if this is back in that mineral geology world, but I don't know if it is. A smokeless powder composed of nitroglycerin, gun cotton, and a petroleum substance usually gelatinized by addition of acetone and pressed into cords resembling brown twine. What? A smokeless powder that is made into cords that look like brown twine. So, uh, yeah. Oh, this must be the stuff that they use to, uh, yeah, I think I've seen this probably in movies. I don't know where else I would have seen it. They, uh, you can just sort of pour, pour the, the, this essentially gunpowder, uh, flammable powder. You can pour it in a line and then light it. Uh, that must be what this is. I will have to see if I can, uh, maybe find a picture or something, but, uh, it's cordite. So it's still sort of not minerals necessarily, but it is this thing that is, uh, made from substances. I don't know what the "ite" suffix actually means. We will learn about that when we get to "i." Bloop, bloop, bloop. Next word is "cordless," adjective from 1906, the opposite of the first word in this episode. Having no cord, especially powered by a battery, as in a cordless telephone. Cordless is also a noun. That cordless is cordless. Yeah, we, when I was a kid, that was the first time, mm, probably, I mean, it says uh, 1906, so I was not a kid back then. But when I was a kid, cordless phones, that was when they got, they got real, real big. Bloop, 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 bloop. Next word is Cordoba. Cordoba, or Cordova. You have to emphasize the first syllable because uh, it is spelled C-O-R-D-O-B-A, and the uh, the first O has an accent. It looks like it's down on the left and up on the right. Cordoba. Noun from 1913. It just says to see the money table. So it's money. Why is it called a Cordoba? It is a Spanish word. It is from Francisco Fernandez de Cordoba who was a Spanish explorer and died in 1526. So important, they made, they named money after Francisco. Francisco! Bloop, bloop, bloop. Next word is cordon or cordon. C-O-R-D-O-N. First form, noun from the 15th century. 1A, an ornamental cord or ribbon. 1B, the synonym is string course. String course. 2A, a line of troops or of military posts enclosing an area to prevent passage. 2B, a line of persons or objects around a person or place. 
a line of persons or objects around a person or place, as in a cordon of police. Of police. I don't know why I said it that way. Um, also, yeah. So if you got if your place is surrounded by police, then that's not good. Um, I also think if there's a place that's really popular, maybe it's a food place. People want to stand in line for something. If there's a whole big long line around the block, it would be called a cordon or cordon. Three. And what is this word? It goes over to the second line. Second line, espalier. It must not be nearly as complicated as I think it is. And espalier, especially of a fruit tree, trained as a single horizontal shoot or two diverging horizontal shoots in a single line. Something about fruit trees. Fruit trees. Uh, yeah, that is good for that. Next is the second form of cordon or cordon. It is a transitive verb from 1561 to form a protective or restrictive cordon around. And this is usually used with the word off, as in police cordoned off the area around the crime scene. We've we've all heard this, I think, cordon off that area. I don't know if I ever fully realized what they were saying, uh, but it's a, uh, you know, make a line of police It look that looks like a cord. Police, go make a cord. Um, yeah, because this is, uh, f- the first form of cordon says it is French. It is a diminutive of cord with an E, which means cord. So it's just making a cord, a line. Next word. It is... Cordon sanitaire. Sanitaire. Two words. Cordon sanitaire. I think that is how to say it. So uh, the first word is the same. Cordon, cordon, cordon. And the second word is S-A-N-I-T-A-I-R-E. Sanitaire. This is a noun from 1920. A protective barrier, as of buffer states against a potentially aggressive nation or a dangerous influence as an ideology. So it's a protective barrier against a potentially aggressive nation or a dangerous influence. Uh, This is French, and it literally means sanitary cordon. Uh, And that's that's, uh, cordon. That's how they want to say it, I think. And uh, then it says in parentheses, quarantine line. So, sanitary cordon is basically a quarantine line, and so that's what that is. And that's basically what the police are making when you cordon off an area. It's a protective barrier against a potentially aggressive nation or a dangerous influence. Depends on which side of the uh, that, that cordon line is we're talking about. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Next word is cordovin. Cordovin. I think that's how it is pronounced. Cordovin. This is our last word. We've got two forms, C-O-R-D-O-V-A-N, adjective from 1591. Number one is capitalized, of or relating to Cordoba, and especially Cordoba, Spain. So maybe they use the money Cordoba in Cordoba, Spain. That would be very meta. How do you know if you're talking about the town or the money? Uh, number two, 
made of Cordovan leather. This is Old Spanish Cordovano from Cordova, uh, Cordova, Spain, which is now uh, Cordoba. So they changed the V to a B. Um, that so it's uh, so then uh, Cordovan is something related to the town, but maybe. If we look at the uh, the etymology for the Cordoba money, it's named for somebody uh, named Cordoba. So maybe he was from the town, but I don't know. 1591 is when this was uh, made. He died in 1526, so I don't know. It's all related somehow, I'm sure of it. I am positive. Bloop, 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 bloop. Next and last word is Cordovan or Cordovan, again, uh, the second form, noun from circa 1625. One, a soft, fine-grained colored leather. And two, dense, non-porous leather tanned from the inner layer of horsehide. I shall keep my opinions to myself, maybe. Okay, so the words today were corded, cord grass, cordial, cordiality, Cordia pulmonalia, cordierite, cordiform, cordillera, or cord- cordillera, cordite, cordless, cordoba, cordon, cordon sanitaire, and cordovan. Well, there were some good ones in here. Some good, I had some good education today. Uh, I think I shall pick the one of the only words that I actually knew, which is uh, cordiality. Although I don't think I would have been able to tell you specifically that it means sincere affection and kindness. Cordiality. C-O-R-D-I-A-L-I-T-Y. I think we need more cordiality in the world. Cordiality. Um, yeah, that's good. Uh, briefly, just because it's uh, been something I've been... It's been on my brain. Um, I've mentioned that I'm helping to produce a film called Unplugged. And um, while we have recorded the vast majority of the voiceover, because it will be an animated film, uh, not all of the big name people have been added to IMDb. Um, But over the last week or two, um, we've actually been getting people uh, officially added, which is really, really exciting for us and huge. So when you go to the IMDb page for Unplugged, um, you will see... Finally, Christina Ricci, Ed Asner, Jerry Ryan, Louis Gossett Jr., Dana Ashbrook, John Doe, Jonathan Joss, and other extremely important people, but there's a bunch of them, so I won't go through all their names. Uh, We're still missing a couple, but um, just this morning when I'm recording this, Ed Asner was added officially, officially to the IMDb page, so that is uh, huge for us, and... um, you know, I I need to go learn more about his work. I will fully admit that I am extremely uneducated on his work, uh, so I need to fix that. Um, let's talk about the holidays. All right. In Malta, it is Feast of St. Paul's Shipwreck. In Eritrea, it is Fenkel Day, F-E-N-K-I-L. That sounds interesting. What is it? In Iraqi Kurdistan, it is Kurdish Authors Union Day. In Italy, it is 
National Memorial Day of the Exiles and Foib. I don't know what that last word is. F-O-I-B-E. This page says it is World Pulses Day. So go check your pulse. Have somebody else check your pulse. Maybe if uh, if it's if it doesn't sound right, maybe get it fixed. Maybe you've got a thing that you need to get worked on. But most most people, it's probably good. But it's it's a good idea to go get it checked because you never know what's going on. In India, it is Teddy Day. Don't know what kind of Teddy we're talking about there. Probably teddy bears. It is, uh, this is more fun holidays, Giving Hearts Day. So I uh, chose a picture of a heart drawn on paper, so maybe give a heart. And, you know, you, you can, um, where where were we? Uh, cordial, of or relating to the heart. So do something cord- cordially. It is International Cribbage Day. That is the game Cribbage. I played it when I was a kid, and I think I played it maybe two times, and then that was it. National Cream Cheese Brownie Day. I don't believe I have ever had a cream cheese brownie, but that sounds amazing. National Flannel Day. Go wear some flannel, especially if you're in the northern hemisphere where it's colder. It'll warm you up. National Home Warranty Day. Primsol Day. And it it's a kind of boat, I guess. Yes, Teddy Day. I don't know why the one page said it was being celebrated in India. I think it's being celebrated other places day. It's teddy bears. It's also umbrella day. Go put an umbrella on your teddy bears so they don't get wet. And uh, I think this last page just says umbrella day. That's it. Thank you very much to all of you for listening to this. Was that proper English? I'm not so sure. This has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.